Report in. Red 10 standing by. Red 9 standing by. Red 3 standing by. Red 6 standing by. Red 9 standing by. You're listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. Welcome to the Ion Cannon Podcast, your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Tom and William. Today, we're going to be discussing the Darth Maul comic, Son of Dathomir. Now, as usual on Ion Cannon, before we get started, we've got a couple of announcements. Tom, you want to take those for us? Thank you, Stephen. Uh, first off, let's all remember that the Star Wars Rebels premiere will be on Disney XD starting October 3rd. Set your DVRs, check your local listings, and make sure that you watch it because, hey, we're going to be reviewing every single episode from that point forward. And believe it or not, scrolling through the IMDb pages, I came across recently a writer-producer credit for Henry Gilroy. It appears he's got his name on two Star Wars Rebel episodes. The first one was a three-minute short called Entanglement, and then the second one is Rise of the Old Masters, but also with Rise of the Old Masters, Dave Filoni, uh, Simon Kinberg, and Beck are credited on that as well. So, getting into the comic, we're talking the Darth Maul, son of Dathomir. William, would you like to take us into it? Yes, so Darth Maul, son of Dathomir is the... um, it's basically the uh, the comic telling of uh, of a Star Wars the Clone Wars arc that unfortunately was never produced. Um, you know, since the show was canceled um, uh, earlier than they were expecting, uh, obviously the definition of canceled. Um, yeah, yeah. Put, since put the on, show on hiatus or something, I don't know. Yeah, since since the show uh, was wrapped up at the end of season five, and they they were only able to put out some of the the bonus content uh, unofficially kind of sort of season six um the the dark horse went to um went to the clone wars creative team i, I believe that's how I mean, maybe the other way around and uh, asked if they could uh, adapt a the darth maul arc into a comic uh and this is actually the the first um bit of new material to be canon uh, obviously now we have the new book, uh, A New Dawn, and we have a couple insider short stories, and of course, Rebels, it's coming out soon. Uh, but this comic, uh, the first issue was released in May, and it was uh, came out um, over the summer, and now the entire uh, the entire arc is out in trade paperback form, and so we're going ahead and we're going to review this Darth Maul arc. Um, it was... Uh, you know, written by Dave Filoni, produced by Carrie Silver, um, in for the for the show at least. And uh, Dark Horse uh, was written by uh, Ada Mashika Coral and Matt Miknovitz. Um, and it was adapted by Jeremy Barlow, pencils by Juan Figueri, inks by Mario Vargas, uh, colors by Wes Zurba, lettering by Michael Heisler, and cover art by Chris Scalf. It's a lot harder than just a writer and director like we had with yeah. Clone Wars. It is, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but I figured I'd, I'd read all of that. Well, it, it's uh, good to give them credit because that's the names that are inside the comic. You have that piece of paper in front of you or that book in front of you, and all those names are there compared to a show like the Clone Wars. All those credits come at the end, and there's a lot more people working on a show compared to a comic. Mm-hmm. 
So now I now I was uh, gonna say before we go get too go far, ahead. actually, I, something I think we should cover now that we're talking about the canon of the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, when does Son of Dathomir take place in the universe? Does this happen right after the end of the Clone Wars? Does this happen before the Lost Missions? Where I where believe are we it's in here? after the Lost Good Missions, question. based on something that happens in the show. Okay. In, in the, in well, the, that's in one the of those things. Is you know, in some respects, the Lost Missions could still take place after because you know. Exactly, ah. and actually, I do have a, uh, I do have a, a synopsis for you if you want. Oh, yeah. uh, after he's, go ahead. After he survived his confrontation with Obi Wan Kenobi on Naboo and was saved from madness by the death mirror, by the Dathomir witch Mother Talzin, Darth Maul constructed a vast criminal syndicate known as the Shadow Collective, gathering the galaxy's most feared crime lords. Black Sun, the Pikes, and even the mighty Huts have all fallen in line behind the Dark Warrior. From a base of operations on the planet of Mandalore. Maul plotted revenge against his many enemies, but Maul's lust for power and conquest has drawn a greater enemy upon him, his former master, Darth Sidious. Judging Maul a threat to his own design, Sidious defeated his former apprentice, ruthlessly murdering Maul's brother Savage Opress and leaving Maul beaten but, curiously, still alive and imprisoned. <clears throat> so, if you haven't guessed, this arc takes place at some point, most likely post uh, bonus content slash season six. Um, and after the famous arc of the Clone Wars in which Palpatine himself faced off against Maul and Savage Opress. Now that was a good episode. That was oh, the Lawless. Oh, that... the Lawless. And that, that whole trill, that whole, uh, four part arc was mm-hmm. yeah, amazing. It, yeah. it really was. Now a, a question to throw out there. Could you guys have lived with that being the last time we see Darth Maul or did this story need to be told? This story I, definitely yeah, this had to be def- told. <laughs> this ahead, is one it. of those few times I was going to say we really, really needed it. So, you know, Lawless ends with Maul, uh, Sidious saying, oh, yes, I have plans for Darth Maul. And then we get to this episode okay. and I mean, that you could just the show leave ends. that open. You can't end the show. Sorry, you cannot bring back Darth Maul, a character you killed off in one of the films. Right. You can't bring him back in the Clone Wars. Have all of these amazing episodes with him and then not take the plot anywhere, right? We don't see Darth Maul anywhere else. Where is he in the rest (laughs) of the films, right? Where is he in episode three, in episode four, five, and six? What about now the sequel trilogy? We don't know. You've so, got you've got a good point on that. That's the one thing that bothered me about. Okay, this so hold on. Con- I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to okay. go there. Well, but okay. So yes, now, did this story have to be told? 100% yes. We also have Mother Talzin, who kind of, if you remember, disappeared in this cloud of smoke um, mm-hmm. and tried to tried to hide. Uh, we don't know what's happened to her either. So at, at this point, we've got Darth Maul locked up. We've got Mother Talzin somewhere on the loose, right? We needed closure. This is probably one of the biggest arcs, right? We got closure on Ahsoka for the most part. That's true. Uh, disagree. Uh, well, she well, left even... the Jedi Order. I mean, yeah, yes, well, there are, I'm not it, saying there aren't more stories to tell with her, but we at least got closure, right? Okay, at this time, there is closure. You never know what's uh, going to be happening. There's no closure with Maul. Uh, I, so personally, I would say Ahsoka's is as open ended as Maul's Maul was. But let's so let's yeah so let's actually get into talking about the actual comic, and you know <laughs> instead of discussing about whether or not this comic actually closes things out for Maul and our dear friend Mother Talzin. Okay. Um, so the uh, 
Okay, so so I'll I'll take us into the comic. I mean, okay. it, it basically opens up. You've got Darth Maul on a prisoner planet called Stygian. Sturgeon, Stygian, Stygian. Stygian. I think. There you go. Thank you, Stygian. Yeah, because it's based. It's in, there are Force crystals or lightsaber crystals called Stygian crystals, right? Okay. Right. As I recall, I believe so. So it appears this is a secret prison that Sidious has Sidious has Maul at, and basically, you know, it's it's the, the little quick interaction between you've got your master and former apprentice, and in comes walking Count Dooku. Is this the first time Darth Maul has ever dealt with Count Dooku? I can't remember if they've seen You know each what? Other. It might be. Because there's. No, th- I want to say they were in scenes together in the Clone Wars. Are you sure? I know Savage was. I don't know uh-huh. if Paul was. See, that's what I'm trying to figure out because well, you when, when, you're, when you're looking here in, like, I think it's what, maybe page four, you've got Dooku comes walking in saying, You somebody to be master. He, you know, Sidious turns around and says, Yes, my apprentice. We have much to discuss. And then that look on Maul's eyes is like fire it's like yeah. it's almost like you've got a lion you ready took to my place yes yeah it, 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 and actually when you think about it it's kind of cool we have the three big bad guys from each of the prequels plus sidious <laughs> in one That's arc good point yeah you know Never each one kind of had their 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 their, 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 their big, the big villain for the for the episode right you had right. darth maul in the phantom menace you had Dooku and Attack of the Clones, and yes, Dooku was in Revenge of the Sith as well, but he was very quickly taken out, and it was kind of grievous. Was the the new big bad guy, right? Um, if you can call him that in in Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. they're all in this arc, in either fighting against each other or working together, and so that that was kind of cool. You mm-hmm. know, you know, I'll say it. This is one of those moments that I would have loved to have seen it in the show. Can you imagine oh, Grievous, yes. Maul, Sidious? All yes. of them just kind of staring at each other like, I hate you all. Yeah, the stare, the stare down would have been classic. That would have been great. Oh. Yeah. I mean, the only person you're really missing in this arc is like Asajj Ventress. You've also got Mother Talzin in here. It's like yeah. you've got every big bad guy. Well, but you could also, in you the pre- would miss um, Savage too. I mean, you'd have. Well, yeah, Savage, well, he, he, he was killed. Too. So I'll give him I a I know pass. he was killed, but, but still to have it all there and all rounded up in this yeah. nice little bow, that would have looked great. Yeah. But yeah, I, so the, it gets started. We know that Sidious and Dooku are cooking up some sort of plan. And then the Mandalorians attack the prison and Maul escapes. Okay, and, but wait, wait, you're, you're, you're skipping. Sorry, am I jumping too far ahead for yeah, you? Well, you've got the main gist of it, but they're planning Dooku and Sidious to kind of capture Mother Talzin. This is my first thing where it's like, I, after you get into that, they're, they're discussing, discussing their plot, you see a hand touching... Maul's face as a child where I thought in the Darth Plagueis book that Plagueis got, uh, I'm sorry, Palpatine got Maul from a Zabrak mother. And from how this is reading, Maul is Talzin's son? Yeah, well, I'm... That comes not, up a little bit later, too. Yeah. I still don't buy it, to be honest. I don't, I don't either. But, I don't either. But I think, William, you might have a point on that one. So I'm not I'm not 100% sure. I mean, I remember in the in the series it was hinted that or it was implied that Maul is Mother Talzin's son, but I don't believe it's I don't believe she is his biological mother. I think it's more of like a, you know, she um is like a mother to all of the, the just like I think we were talking about how um Savage is probably not Maul's actual brother. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was it's more symbolic than you know. Than well, that and that one I actually think related. so. Some more Zabriks show up later on in this comic, and Correct. I believe I believe Maul refers to them all as brother, like brother oh, yeah. kiss or something like right. that. Yeah. So I think I definitely brother, think that brother, brother, brother is. Brother? Mm-hmm. But so the comic throughout it is implying that Maul is in some way special to Talzin. Yes. And I think the simplest and perhaps I'd argue laziest way to interpret that is simply that like there is a direct familial connection between the two. I, I don't really like that. I like the, an idea that Maul is special to Talzin for some other reason, just like Maul was special to Palpatine for some other reason. Is it possible the connection between the two of them and the considered mother possibility is because she was able to resurrect him and bring him back that's where the connection is to make that what happens later in the comic make sense she needed a vessel she had the opportunity let's resurrect maul for that opportunity to be my vessel later and and that i could definitely see and i like a yes lot i could i can buy that I can definitely buy that if that's... I'm, but, just, I'm not a big fan of the just like, oh, yeah, they're mother and son. I feel like that just... It it solves their problem too cleanly. It feels lazy. Yeah. No, I, I Stephen, I completely agree. Yeah. I, it and did it, feel... It, it, it feels... As weird as it sounds, it feels clunky. Lazy and yeah. clunky. It just doesn't work. Actually, I'll say, so speaking of lazy, when I first started reading, I was actually really disappointed that the series starts off with Maul escaping. Like, yes. So when... In, in the series, sorry, in the Clone Wars, you know, uh, Sidious implies that he has some great plan for Maul. Like, oh, what is he going to do? Is he going to brainwash Maul? Turn him into, like, another cyborg? What's it going to be? And then Maul immediately escapes? That feels like kind of a cop-out. Yeah, I, but I, I, I agree, but I have actually thought it got really cool as oh, the yeah, episode it, went on. Oh, yeah. I, you mean as the comic went on? <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah but... It, no, it, the, the, the comic, comic itself, I thought, episode, worked, it worked beautifully. Thing. Okay, I have to it, say it. It was... Mm-hmm. The comic, like you don't realize it at the start, but from it's all the comic really is is about schemes within schemes within schemes yes. between Talzin and Palpatine. Yes. And I felt like it actually didn't feel as much like a comic as most comics. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. I'm not typically a, a huge fan of of the comics, um, but I really got into this one, and uh, especially near the end when you had schemes within schemes, and you're like. You know, Sidious is trying to deceive Mother Talzin, and Mother Talzin is trying to deceive Sidious, and then you've got you know Grievous in here, and, and Dooku, and and Maul's trying to do stuff, and you know, it, it, I thought it worked really well the way they were all trying to play each other, and and each one knew exactly what the other one was doing, and thought they could counter them in a way that would sh- surprise them, like oh, right. they'll, I know exactly what they're doing, but they're never gonna guess if I do this, but the other guy's like, oh no. I know if I do this, you're going to do that, but you're not going to see if I do da da da. And they're just yeah. like, you know, like trying they were to... always, they're always one or two steps ahead of, of each, each other. other. Yeah. Yes. Which was so cool. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I have to say, I was, I was pretty surprised that Maul's shadow collective actually held together after he got captured by Palpatine. The yeah, Mandalorian's coming to rescue him. Like that's very that true. Is... And it actually He'd only shows been itself. like Mandalore for what? Like a day. Yeah. Hey, once yeah. Mandalore, always Mandalore. That's true, and it actually shows itself up, up <laughs> yeah. again in the second, the second comic. I mean, it does bring it out to where when they finally get to Maul's hideout, there they are is the representatives of his. I'm trying to get there now. Do 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 do. do. Well, yes. Are you talking about that. the Shadow Collective base on the Swamp Moon Zanbar? 
That's what I was Which, getting. Yes. When I first read it, I read it as Zanzibar. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Zanzibar. I, I also did. I'm, I, the map in is... Halo. Anyway. Yeah. Um... Oh, guys. I guess I got to play Halo. I was like Zanzibar. Oh, no, not Zanzibar. It's no, no, no. That's Zanzibar. Um, yeah, that was. Yeah, I feel like the the last half was much better than the first half. Um, yes. There were a couple moments in the first half that I, I wasn't a huge fan of. Uh, for the most part, I think the dialogue was okay, but. I feel like this happens a lot in comics. Sometimes it didn't quite feel like it matched what they would say. Like there was one moment when Grievous says, go soften him up a bit. I'm like, yes, Grievous would never say the word bit. Like go soften him up a bit. Yeah. Sorry. That's, that's a terrible Grievous impression, but but, uh, you get the idea. He would never say that. And I'm like, "Eh." (laughs) I have a hard time hearing his voice in that. But, um, yeah, otherwise I, I thought it was, I would cool. agree. Yeah. Yeah. This, that, that whole, that whole invasion of Grievous onto the planet would have been very nice to see animated and to oh. see that space battle. That's the one thing about from a comic to animation that doesn't translate. There is some stuff that is cool. I will have to say looking at the artwork that was done for the mother Talzin coming out of Darth Maul, mm-hmm. that was done very nice. I like the color in that. I like how it was staged. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that would have been able, they did some really good effects in the clone wars. I don't know how well it could have been pulled off the same way to get the same impact, but it had a good impact here to see that interaction between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Then they, they go to Ord Mantel. Yep. And, uh, Again, Maul, Maul uh, starts to get his shadow collective together because they they think they're gonna trap Mother uh, Sidious. Well, we've got a whole other fight first. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a... what well, was the whole fight on Zanbar? Right, the fight on sorry, yes, the fight on Zanbar, then the fight on Order Mantel, then the fight on some other planet, and on and on and on. Yeah, as as I put in the show notes that we're kind of going off of, there was fighty fighty all over the place. <laughs> fighty fighty, yeah, fighty fighty everywhere. I got it from a different podcast. I find it very funny to use. Uh, fighty fighty. Yeah, and and so the the whole fight on uh, on Order Mantel is interesting. That's also when the uh, Knight Brothers show up, including Brother Viscus, mm-hmm. and um, so you've got. The Knight Brothers with the Mandalorians and the Pikes and the um, uh, the Syndicate, uh, uh, and they're all they're all fighting at the same time. It's the the uh, e- even even more factions, I guess, than in the shows is what I'm trying to say. I'm mm-hmm. yeah, I, trouble. F- well, it I was, it was my thoughts. There's that Jedi perspective briefly in the comic where there's like. Is, is Sidious? Sorry, is not Sidious. Is the Dooku and the Separatists are fighting Darth Maul and the Shadow Collective, and we're just gonna kind of sit here and watch. Like, yeah, this right. works for us, right? Just you know what? Let the two sides cancel each other out, and there you go. Pick up the pieces. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how. That's kind of how it was. Yeah, I, I love that. There's that moment with you mentioned the, the Jedi perspective. Every once in a while, they they shift over to Coruscant. Uh, and show Palpatine or um, or the Jedi, and, and there's one scene in which Mace Windu is talking with Palpatine about you know um, this 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 guy who's you know these attacks that are happening, and Palpatine's playing it cool like oh you know 
could this be the rogue Sith you've been searching for? And um, and it was this really interesting moment where um, I'm trying to I'm trying to think maybe, maybe this happens later. I'm trying to actually find it now. Uh, I guess well, it, I guess it happens I, later. It but there there is this moment later where um or Mace or Palpatine basically says, well um or, or Mace I, I guess theorizes that maybe Dooku is the master and uh and and Maul is the apprentice or something like that. Right. And, yeah, I, and I Palpatine's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's yeah, like it's you really do. don't know Master Jedi. You you have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, and speaking of Ord Mantell, it's one of those first moments where Sadie says, "Like, okay, so, you know, we have to chase down Maul because once Maul has been wounded, he'll call for Talzin, and then Talzin, yeah. like, we can call Talzin out." And Sadie says, "Like, okay, so we're gonna attack." And then Talzin's like, "No, they're expecting that. Instead, I'll send these people so you can you can win the battle and capture Dooku and just back and forth and back." Yeah, it's like yeah. a plot within a plot within a plot within a plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so not only does Maul get captured at the, be- at the beginning, or technically he's been captured at the beginning. Uh, he was captured in the, in the series and uh, the TV show. But um, both Grievous and Dooku get captured. Steven, you look like you're, you have I, something you want to say. I do not buy... There's that... Okay, so I, I'm okay with them being captured. There's that scene where Maul has them both like in handcuffs. In handcuffs. And yes. I'm first thinking, Dooku's got four hands he can pull out. Are we sure this is really the best idea? <laughs> and I'm just, I had, I realized they're, you know, forced handcuffs or whatever. But I just, I did not buy that scene. I had a lot of trouble just, like, visually with how it looked. Yeah. Well, I, I did like the, go ahead, Tom. I was going to say, it just gets down to a setup. They were just setting up to continue on with the next part of the plot. And that is... As everybody knows, they're going to try and draw out, draw out Mother Talzin. Exactly, and you know what, Stephen, to your point, I think I think they were playing along because later, you know, Dooku does say we all have our parts to play, General. Yep. Uh, and that's actually in response to uh, Grievous saying it would be unfortunate if next time we met Count, I had to add your lightsaber to my collection. I thought that was a great. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. An- another one, one though, a line that it was even better than that. I have to say, was when Palpatine. Um, uh, Molo is talking to to Palpatine on a hologram. He's like, "Well, I'll just mm-hmm. kill Dooku because you obviously can get new apprentices so easily, easy to find." And and Palpatine's and or in this case Sidious says, "Tread lightly, Maul. Revenge is a dangerous game, one you never seem to win." <laughs> Given that you know, in the Phantom Menace, he's like, "At last, we'll have my revenge," uh, and he fails. And yeah. then in the yeah. Clone Wars, he's like, "Revenge." And he fails. <laughs> yeah, I I love that line from Grievous to Dooku, and that's as a fan of the 2D Clone Wars series. There's that there's a great scene in there where Dooku and Grievous are training, and the implication is that you know everything that Grievous yes. has learned about lightsaber fighting comes from Dooku, and I just love this idea of like it's almost like Grievous is saying like now I am the master, you know, very mm. classic line, of course. You know, you you could almost see where the the episodes were divided up in this yes, comic, you can. Mm-hmm. um, by the locations, because there's really like four big locations. Because after, um, I mean maybe five, but after after Ord Mantell, they go to the um, the the base in the asteroid field, 
and um, and that's when Obi Wan and Cody and Tipley attack. Mm-hmm. And now Tipley, if you'll remember, is the um, she's that the Jedi with the, uh, the like the pink um, uh, head tails almost that go flying not head tails but like yeah, giant wing like ears. Yeah, she was Order she was yeah. exactly right? yes. Right. And her her sister, twin sister, I believe, uh, Tuplar. Yep. Yeah, oh, uh, was killed by uh, by Top. Now in, in in that episode, at that uh, point, I can't remember was one the master, one the apprentice, or were they both at that point just Jedi's? I, they were both just Jedi. Okay. Which um, Jedi Knights, which tell, but based on the fact that um, that Tipley is here and Tiplar is not, I'm gonna say that this is after Tiplar's death. Um, especially See, that's based how on I kind of read it. Happens. Too. Okay, a few that, I think later. that would be a reasonable, yeah, reasonable deduction. Right. Yeah, I read it that way as well. Um, and then of course, you know, the the Jedi are attacking, and so what do uh, Duke and Maul do? I mean, what every good Sith should do when you've got Jedi attacking, you team up and attempt to kill them. That's right. And I I found that to be a very confusing scene because they go there's a big fight in the hangar bay and a bunch of explosions. Tip Lar is killed, I think. And then they just leave. Like Mace Windu was knocked out on the ground. Shouldn't you like I don't know stick a lightsaber in him before you take off? But but there was the bigger plan that they were getting at. They yeah. wanted Mother Talzin. Yeah, but I mean he that's kill, that's what they were looking kill for. One of so. them. Oh, it was no. cool to see Mace and Ayla in this as well. True. Right. It, it, they're real, it feels like they're, they're pulling out all the big guns. I mean, they're, they're missing Yoda and, and Anakin, mm. but they had a number of very prominent Jedi. Uh, unfortunately, things don't go very well for Tipley. Nope. She gets impaled. Oh, does she? Uh, not again. Well, so it's safe to say that the Clone Wars did not like those sisters. No. They both are killed. And that, that right there is actually what tells me this is after at least the Order 66 arc because she's dead. Okay. So I think you may want to cut this because this may be bad. So can you say that? Count Dooku had a two for one special. That was bad. Uh, cut it, was... please. Cut it. That was bad. No, nope, that... gotta keep it in now. No. <laughs> anyway, um, but it, okay, you were talking about how it's all convenient, where it's like you know, there's Jedi here. I'm captured here. Dooku, Maul saying Dooku join me or Talzin do it. It it's all a matter of convenience. It's like I may hate you, but conveniently we're gonna fight the Jedi because they're here. Look who I get to stab and then continue on from that point. Because what happens, it still continues the plot of trying to get other Talzin. Mm-hmm. So if they didn't, if Dooku or Grievous didn't side with Maul, how's the story plot going to go from that point? True. Well, and I also really liked that, you know, as almost as soon as they were done, Maul put Dooku back in cuffs, I believe, or took, uh, did he? I'm suddenly blanking. I know I'm he did looking. something. Like, as soon as the fight was over and they got to where they were going, Maul, like, clearly stated that he did not trust Dooku as far as he could. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Him. Once they land on the new planet, uh, Maul says, he immediately has him captured again. It says, our alliance has been Sidious's will all along. Uh, he has instructed you to play this game, but you've been outmatched. Yes. And he's back in custody. On Dathomir, another planet. <laughs> so, I... I actually feel like this would have been two episodes in the Clone Wars. I'm not, maybe three. I don't know if there's enough content for a full four episodes, though. 
I don't know, with prolonged battles and stuff. Well, hmm. maybe. You're yeah, right. Maybe, I mean, maybe it would have been a three part. If you prolong the battles a little bit, you probably could. Actually, that's, I could, that's I could the one thing. Actually, again, that, I believe that's they one have. Thing. That's what I miss about this not being animated, because a lot of this would look very fun if it was animated. I mean, it's yeah, great. That the art is great in this whole thing. Staging's great, but mm-hmm. you miss the animation for this story. Okay, I, I, it looks like I'm. Now these might just be the the issue names but uh if they're the episode names it looks like the enemy of my enemy a tale of two apprentices proxy war and shadow showdown on dathomir mm-hmm. so that does sound like the comic but right. I don't, those so, like, might be the names of the issues of the comic not the um the show itself got it hmm. or i i feel like one correlation there are ways you could have done it i think if you want to extend it like i think it'd be really cool to have the entire like a lot of the first episode devoted to the prison break instead of the you know mm-hmm. four or five pages we got in here but yeah, but yeah. So we so we get to Dathomir. Oh, and actually, sorry, rewinding quite a bit. One of my favorite parts of this entire thing is Mother Talzin using Maul as like her creepy vessel of some yes. kind. Yep. Like where she comes out of the mist out of Maul, and I thought that was just really really cool. And a re- I thought it tied Maul and Talzin together mm-hmm. better than anything else. Well, what made it what made it kind of cool is when she was actually talking to Dooku that way, mm-hmm. because originally when you saw it, she was only talking to Maul. But this mm-hmm. way, she can actually, and not just that, did she actually have an effect on Dooku? Oh, wait a minute. I mean, she Here's took, the thing: she took over his body. Does that count? Yeah, I mean, no, that's, I would call, call that a pretty darn big okay. effect. Well, here's the other thing, because uh, I'm looking at this one now. You've got. You've got Talson sitting here addressing Dooku, saying, Long ago, Sidious came to me on Dathomir. We exchanged secret wisdom, mingled dark side abilities with night magics. He promised to make me his right hand, but instead he stole... Sorry, I keep going on. Um, He stole what was most dear to me, my own flesh and blood, my son. And Dooku comes back with Maul, question mark, your son? So in here, at this third comic, it does state... Darth Maul is her son, and it appears because of magics between Sidious and her, that's how he was created. So in a way, that's kind of how, and this is stretching it, possibly how Anakin got created. I, you know, I was just thinking that if we're talking about Maul being created by Sith magics, that would... Uh... That mirror plague is pretty well, too, wouldn't it? Yeah, it does. So here's where things get interesting, as if they weren't interesting already. Mother Talzin apparently sacrificed much of her form to resurrect Maul. So the plan is now to use Dooku to restore her back to normal. Yeah, that's a little weird. It yeah. was a little weird. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, all I would, I would, I would argue that all of the Night Sister plot lines are a little bit on the weird side. Oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's true. So, yeah. yep, yep. It really isn't that shocking. But basically, in typical Night Sister form, uh, Dooku gets all sorts of green, swirling mist, electricity stuff around him, and um, he, they basically like shock him, try to drain the life out of him, whatever you want to call it, uh, to bring Mother Talzin back. And that's when who shows up? Dun, dun, dun. With and 
Ah, oh, I would love to have seen the lightsaber fight again. Animated. Oh, mm-hmm. This this is where things get amazing. And I have to say, as soon as Sidious appeared, you know, in the flesh, I'm like, I don't care about all these scenes with the pikes and the the you know the the crime syndicates and the the Mandalorians. Like they're just chatting over holograms. Go uh-huh. away. I want to see the fight between Sidious and Maul and Dooku, who has been taken over by Mother Talzin with yep. glowing eyes. Yep. And yeah, it it that was a pretty cool scene just to see Dooku fighting Sidious, basically, uh, and, and and Maul fighting Grievous and everything mm-hmm. in between was was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But I have to say the one thing I do love, and like you said, I would love to have seen this animated. I love when Sidious gets to the point to where you've got Dooku and he locked in that lightsaber, mm-hmm. lightsa- that classic lightsaber. There's there's a stalemate. Mm-hmm. Here comes Sidious saying, you control Dooku's body, mm-hmm. but you possess none of his skills. I love that line. Yeah. That was so fantastic. Yeah. And it would make sense because she would know magics, mm-hmm. and that's all she's done is brought up magics throughout the Clone Wars. You've never seen her wield a lightsaber. You've only seen Darth Maul mm-hmm. or anybody else. So it makes sense that Sidious would say that line. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, It's such a great scene. I mean, you've got lightsabers and dark sabers and force lightning and uh, oh so i i just i wish we could have seen the actual fight scene instead of a couple stills yeah. basically in, in oh, yeah. form it would have been a sight for sure and and i would have loved to have seen animated the actual ticked off and then going to a very stunned look out of darth maul because that one shot of maul and grievous blades locked but looking at what's going on with the force lightning, that would have been a lot of fun to see animated. Yeah. And of course, you could that's have done when... so much with that face. Oh, I know. And that's when Mother Talzin herself actually appears and she fights Sidious in the flesh. You know, Grievous is thrown out this giant hole in the wall. Maul is starting to escape and, you know, Tal- uh, Sidious is just hitting Talzin with force lightning and okay, you jumped ahead a bit no 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 you ju- no okay go you, ahead. For- you forgot something okay go she ahead. comes in the flesh and then it goes back to everybody else talking through holograms well i was skipping that part because it was well, i know but it's like no i it's william they i just they wanted like their own reinforcements to protect their planet and they didn't need I understand, it but that broke up the flow of the action right there from a comic perspective I, I, I get what they were trying it, to. Mm-hmm. As a guy who read the comic, that broke up what was going on. And and go ahead, finish what you were going to say because I I can see your point of view of what you're going to say. Yeah, but I I get why they did it because like in typical Star Wars fashion, you don't just have a fight; you have a fight intercut with other scenes, whether it's another fight or correct whatever, right? So that's typical Star Wars fashion. True, but I agree it was kind of boring compared to the awesomeness that was going on in the other parts of the pages, and. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So fighty fighty. There they go. You've got Sidious in in force battle with um, Mother Talzin, and let's go from there. Yeah. And she tells Maul to leave and save himself. 
and you know he does not want to leave. Um, but the Mandalorians are insisting that Dathomir is lost. They have to retreat. Can, can you imagine how epic of a scene that would have been animated? Uh, yes. With Dooku and Palpatine both pouring lightning into this um, like shield that Mother Talzin is crafting, and, yep. oh, and she it's... just she pushes Maul out of the way into the ship. And then Grievous just walks right up to Mother Talzin and puts two lightsabers in her chest. <laughs> gotta love, gotta love Grievous, man. And that and look on Grievous' face when he impales her. Well, the look on Maul's was just like that too. That, that too. That it was, would... it was oddly sympathetic for a character that is quite evil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now. I don't think animation wise they could have pulled off that look on Maul. I think in here it's a better effect mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. lasting a little bit longer than what would happen in animation. I think that entire scene would have been, or sorry, the entire se- sequence of Maul being dragged away screaming would have been a mm-hmm. little weird. Se- having yes. Maul, who's this you know incredibly powerful character, suddenly acting that way, I think would have been a little jarring in animated form. Yeah. Yep. It, one of the few areas I think where the comic will do did a much better job than the show would have. Right now, what I would have loved to have seen animated was basically Mother Talzin falling apart. Ah, uh, yes, mm-hmm. she almost that, like, turns into like a husk. Yes, it's like she was so old that she basically just—it's like somebody who, uh, somebody immortal that finally dies. If you want to take it, take it, think of it that way. Yeah, yeah they just all of a sudden Ark. dry up. There yeah. you go, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So they just basically dry up and wither away. Yeah. But it, it, it's interesting. It is interesting to think that Mother Talzin is finally dead. We do get closure. Uh, what? You don't think she's dead? I am hesitant to ever say that Mother Talzin is dead. Well, last time she didn't. She like, you know, she kind of made everybody thought oh, she I died, so but I she agree. turned she's into a wisp of dead. smoke. This time she's a husk on the ground, steaming. I, yeah, but she we she has no corporeal form to which she's tied to. She's proved that in the past. Okay, but in this case, they used Dooku to bring back that form for her, so she yeah, can't I, be yeah. solid again. I, I think I honestly do think she's dead. I so I don't think we'll we'll see her come back. However, I think no. if they wanted to, they could revive her without much issue. Sure, that, but okay. you know who they didn't give us closure and, on, and that's what bothers me bothers me for this whole comic that's what bothers me. the comic leaves the the arc ends sorry the com- the arc ends with darth maul on the ship screaming no as he's flying away with the mandalorians from dathomir mm-hmm. and sidious you know duke was apologizing for not you know for for letting maul slip through his get- grasp and and duke uh, sidious says no count everything has happened as foreseen this was a difficult piece to maneuver but now it is in place. Maul's future has been erased, while ours is more certain than it has ever been. Okay, what bothers me, and this is what bothers me with that line, I understand what they're getting at, but Maul's future has been erased. Okay, how can the character be erased if basically he's he's like Savage Ventress? They're still there. Savage Ventress? I'm sorry. No, oh, did I say that? 
Massage. Yes, you did. Massage. <laughs> I, you could yeah. be talking about how both characters were left kind of open-ended. I mean, one died. Yeah, it's but... open-ended. I mean, that's <laughs> I mean that that's that's what bothers me. It's open-ended. Here's the thing: he still has the Mandalorians, right? Even yes, if the Pikes so... and the and, and the Black Sun and everybody aren't with him anymore, if they, even if they they think, oh, you know, uh, we're we're he's, annoyed he's just, that he didn't protect just another us. Criminal. Yeah. He still has a Mandalorian army. I so right. I think. I think what they're trying to do is they know there's not going to be another comic and they put that line in that the idea that Maul's feature has been erased as essentially a, a shortcut of saying not having to say and nothing else had of substance happened to Maul. Like that, that I think that's terrible. They're, they're I, trying I, I to agree that's probably that what way. they were aiming for, but it's stupid. Oh yeah. It is, it, it well, is, so, it, I'll, so I'll, I'll throw in, I feel the, that's how I feel about Ahsoka. Mm. Like, okay. Yes. Like that's, I suppose you put an end to like, her current story arc, but that is in no way the end of the character. There is so much more to tell with that character. Like, sure, Maul's Shadow Collective has fallen apart, but what happens to him after? Until I see a body, I I'm not convinced that anyone's story is over. Okay, and in the case of Mother Talzin, I'm not convinced even then. But well, like in any good comic book, any character who dies can always come back. Oh, of course. Yeah, so it could be. It could be implied here that, yes, Mother Talzin, that the little steam that could be rising up from her could be her essence going somewhere else right now. So that's a yeah. possibility. She's still living in essence. True. What what bothers me is I don't get a closure from Maul. I don't like the way his future has been erased. I can make an argument that I can live with the way Ahsoka left because that felt more of a closure because she or that that character walked out and that's it. However she lives her life is fine. What bothers me is the future has been erased. What does that even mean? That's that that's what no bothers me. Future. I mean, so I, I think if you look at it, so what what was Maul doing at the time? Like what was like what if his plans had succeeded, he would have supplanted Sidious in terms of taking down the Jedi. That's that was the idea. Right, that he and Sidious is doing it through the, by corrupting the Republic. Maul would have done it by using the Underworld, or would have attempted to. And I think Sidious is saying that the chances of the Underworld taking, like, disrupting their plans, are ne- is that's no longer going to happen. Yeah, but and like, I agree, it's it's a terrible way to end it. But I think that's it's what a cop out. Why did we yeah, bring exactly. Maul back in the first place, though? Thank you. Right, Thank they, you. Savage looked for Maul. He found Maul. Uh, well, Mother Talzin basically gave Savage to to Sidious, mm-hmm. right? She uh, Savage then f- goes and finds Maul. Um, all this other stuff happens. Maul right. comes back, raises up an army, gets captured. Sidious has these grand plans, and his grand plan is to take out Mother Talzin. Is that is that it? It sounds like there might be more. Well, but so if think... his future's erased, maybe nothing else has to do with Maul. So basically, Mother Talzin was the one who initiated this this series of events that resulted in her death. Right. Sidious had nothing to do with that except for like taking the making the best of the situation, and being like, "Crap, Maul's back." Well, mm. I'll use him to kill Talzin. Yep. Right. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't get the point of. I mean, so I, I, the bringing cynical answer is the point of bringing Maul back was to increase ratings by bringing back a big character, by making it a big event. Okay. 
Okay. And the, the second cynical answer is, yes, they were going to do more with him. And then the show got canceled before it was supposed to. Yes, like, I, that's that could be true, too. Well, I mean, if you're, if you're doing a, sh- a comic arc after, you know, the show has been canceled. I, it's probably not that hard to wrap it up nicely. I mean, heck, unless unless I they couldn't. Maul to die. I would. Unless okay. Maul's going to be in the sequel trilogy. Unless. No, that. that OK. Unless it is part, I, I think I'm going to kind of piggyback on what you said, Stephen. Unless there is some kind of something to where at this point of time, they're leaving it open to write more stories at this point. To where they can say, okay, here's a little bit of time you want to assign a writer to it. Here's the characters you can play with. Maul is still there. See what you can do. I would have, if that's not the case, I would have loved to have seen both Talzin and and Maul go down in this to give me complete closure on Darth Maul. Because mm-hmm. I don't get it in this. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I feel like they were they were trying to make the best of what they had. This is yeah. this is what happens when a show gets canceled when, before they have time to do, put an ending on it. You get all these open plot threads. Yep. And closing them is difficult to begin with. And it leaves you unsatisfied if you get anything at all. Yeah. The fact that we got the the bonus content and uh, this comic, I think, is m- impressive. In that most shows don't even get this. You just kind of no, like, absolutely true. Oh, for most, sure. Most most shows like like the Clone Wars would not have had an opportunity to say goodbye, and that's basically what we got out of the Clone Wars. Was we got season six and the comic is saying goodbye, right? Which I I I, I applaud them and, for having that being done. Yeah, I, I feel like they're like, okay, so we know we're going to do the Maul comic. The biggest thing we can close out, like, yes, Maul is a big deal. I think Mother Talzin was bigger. Like, this. Is, so this is one of those things where if Mother I don't know. Talzin, I felt like Mother Talzin could have disappeared and nobody would have cared. I, I she was just like another villain, right? And, and I agree Yeah, but she, she has some implications with her little thing. So, for example, if... If the the new canon hadn't happened, what I kind of see happening is the EU tying Mother Talzin into like Abeloth and That's the Celestials yes. and things like that. She would fit into that kind of that sort of lore that we were starting to cover very, very well. Absolutely. Yeah, because at this point, if this stayed within the original canon before it now is legend, I could see at this point that's where Abeloth started was yeah. right here. Oh, uh, Abeloth came was much, much more ancient than that, I think. But it, it would have been but, a similar still, sort of. Yeah. Abeloth and Mother Talzin were sisters, or you know, something silly like that. I'm sure yeah. they could have played with. Or it but, could have been played. It could have been played with Abeloth. They could have been sisters, but because at this point of time, Mother Talzin's gone. Her essence now went into Abeloth. So that way, Abeloth. I don't know it. Yeah, they they could have done something with yeah, it. Yeah, they, they could have. They, they would could. have. Yeah. Yes. Mother Talzin represented a mystical evil beat that was somehow beyond the Force. And I think that's that's something that's really big in Star Wars because the Force is everything. And if you're outside the Force, then you're you're something different. Right. Yep. And they, they put a close to that, I mean, as much as they wanted to, at least. So it's just kind of they did what they did. So uh, we're going to put a close on this episode. I think we should. Um, yep. Should we rate rate the comic? Womp Rats? Uh, seven Womp Rats. So. Out of there ten, right? Yeah, yeah. Out of ten. I'll go first. Seven Womp Rats. Well, that was fast. Yeah. <laughs> I. What are you it, doing it with was, the Womp Rats? 
Oh God, what am I gonna do? I don't know. It's long. You know, it's been too long. It's true. It's been too long. Um, I'm gonna save it for when we actually launch Rebels, and I'll take those seven at that point and do what I'm gonna do with them. Okay. You're just gonna so torture I, tons of Rebels? That or sorry, tons t- of Rebels. I'm not gonna. That would be the theme of Rebels, but yeah, that would be. Um, no, you know what? I'm. No, I'm gonna take my seven Womp Rats and I'm gonna have them. I don't know. I'm just. I'm gonna let my seven Womp Rats kind of run around until Rebel starts. Well, yeah. Seems I'll save it. Yeah. When it, let's say for each episode, when I get a Womp Rat, I'll do six and take one of those seven and throw it in there. So I got. I got. I got seven banked right now, that I can use any way possible when Rebel starts and one at a time throw them into the count at that point and have fun with them. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll accept that. Okay. I think it works. You want to go next, Steve? Oh, or, uh, I, I can I'm go. Trying, okay. I was going to say, so like, this can... is a hard one because I feel like had this been, um, had this been in an episode or series of episodes in the Clone Wars, I probably would have rated it slightly differently. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Um, I oh, yeah, still yeah. would be disappointed by the lack of closure. Um, again, only if I, but that's only if I knew the series was over at that point. You know, um, if, if I knew, if this is just like another season and they had planned more for Maul, I wouldn't have minded the lack of closure. Mm-hmm. Uh, around Maul, at least. Around Mother Tiles, and we obviously got closure. Um, but I thought it was a really cool idea. The, the comics started off a little bit uninteresting the first i think issue two was probably my least favorite um but issues three and four were fantastic i i really really like liked them a lot uh i just wish they'd actually been a tv show instead of a comic which again is probably just personal preference so i'm gonna go with um let's go back and forth but i feel like i mean the story was so well done uh i'm gonna go with an eight out of ten Okay. Uh, I would go higher, except for the lack of closure on Maul and the fact that it was a comic. Might be a little unfair, but that's just what I'm doing. Um, so eight out of ten Womp Rats, and uh, my Womp Rats are going to power Mother Talzin um, and, and bring her back. There you go. Um, with a bunch of crazy Sith magics. Not bad. Not Sith magics. Night Sister magics. Well, something yeah, magic. Same. You get same the idea. Different. Yeah. Dark different. magics. There you go. Okay. You're up, Steven. I'm going to have to go with Tom, I think. I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10 Womp Rats. Uh, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, I think it would have been much, much different if it had been animated. I think a, a lot of the yep. weaknesses would have been stronger and, you know, things like that would have... It would have it would have played out very differently. Yeah. Uh, the lack of closure with Maul is, I find, annoying, but I'm not really... That doesn't really detract from me because I don't think that's something that was really in their control to begin with. Uh, but with my 7 out of 10 Womp Rats, well, since Mother William just revived Mother Talzin again, my Womp Rats are going to have to all kill her because, ah. I mean, she can't stay alive. You know, here's, here's what I want to say about this. I think what would have helped this comic, not only the animation, but you got to throw in the voice acting as well. That too. I think that would have made this whole story arc. Sam I could Whitler. see it. And I could see us give every episode, if it was really acted and animated, every episode would probably get no <laughs> lower than a nine. Oh, I know. Yeah. I I'm, I, I know that's what I would have rated yeah. it. I can no, imagine I, I what it would be like. Oh, yeah. uh, I'd also add in, like, 
the one disadvantage of going to a comic format is you lose a lot of the dialogue, I feel. Yep, dialogue yes. has to be a little bit shorter. And I feel like Maul, Dooku are all characters that, that do really well with lots of dialogue. Oh, yeah. Right. It, it's the exposition. That or you have to add exposition because you don't have enough you know, um, artwork to show emotion yep. and what they're thinking yep, or yep. action. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like you either have to add dialogue or you have to cut out a ton and add a necessary dialogue or cut out a ton. And that's always kind of been my, my problem with the, with comics in general is I feel like they're not quite, sometimes they just feel a little bit unnatural in the way the characters speak and talk and, and that sort of thing. But again, yeah, I, I can't, I don't want to fault it too much because of the medium it's in. No, no, because it, for, for the medium that it's in, it did exactly what it was supposed to do. Right. And it presented it very well. The mm-hmm. artwork was great. The writing was the way it was supposed to be. You could kind of play into hearing in your head, the voice actors doing the part, but it's yep. nothing like actually hearing it live. Yeah. So it did its purpose, but it would have been better animated. Yep. So <laughs> cool. Well, and thankfully, within just a couple of weeks, we'll have a new animated series to yes. kind of yes. fill that itch. But before then, we have our review of A New Dawn coming does up. It, does this mean I need to finish reading that? It does. You mean I got to get caught up? And by finish reading that, I mean, does this mean I have to start reading that? Yes, it does. Oh, man. Because... I got to get moving. We should really review that before that. Uh, you're right. I'll, no, that's fine. That, that's fine. I, I've actually been reading it. I've kind of been putting it up and down and up and down, but I've been, I've been reading the it, story. It took me a good month to read it, I will admit. Okay. Then and I, I normally read pretty quickly, but I've also had very, very little free time. Yeah. So. I'll have to start using know. my lunch periods, start reading more, reading again. So Not a bad idea, actually. I should no, start it's not. It to work with me. No. Something to do during my lunch, my lunch time. Yep. So, well, everybody, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll be back soon with another episode uh, of reviewing A New Dawn. And then after that, it'll Rebels, probably baby. be time for Rebels. It's Rebels, man. Thank you for listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast, your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away, including Rebels, the sequel trilogy, spinoff films, and more. If you like what you hear, please rate us in your favorite podcast client. Your review will help the show grow within the Star Wars fan community. Visit our website, ioncannoncast.com, or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can also get in touch with us by emailing contact at ioncannoncast.com. The Ion Cannon Podcast is not associated with Lucasfilm, The Walt Disney Company, or their respective trademark or copyrights. Any and all opinions expressed on the show are that of the hosts. This podcast is a production by fans, for fans, and is copyright 2014.